Having started the 2017 season flying high at 5-0, the Chiefs crash land with another devastating defeat, this time being shot down by the Jets. Welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast show with myself, Brad Simcox, and the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs. Uh, before we get into the game, I just want to just mention the, uh, the 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 northern meet that we had in Manchester. It was it was my first one actually that I've been to, um, other than Kansas City, obviously, but it didn't disappoint me. Um, I think major credit goes to Tom for, uh, for for putting that on, and to the the guys at Gridiron and Gravy as well, because uh, I had a great night, mate. Don't know about you. Yeah, football aside, it was it was cracking. Oh, um, yeah, before we get into that, I, I really like what you did with the intro there. Um, the like jet shot him down. You're 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 a poet, aren't you? You're a you're a, <laughs> a, master, a master of words. You're getting better and better every week. Um, yeah. Has anyone told you that maybe you should get your own like YouTube channel or something like that? Do you know what? I might do that. Yeah, but you're just you're you're a fascinating you to a, listen to. Do you not think it's a bit big edited though? Yeah, I, I actually think anyone that has a YouTube channel are a bit egotistical, <laughs> a bit pretentious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at me, look at me, look at my face, look, look what at I me. Do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, especially people that do like that one chip challenge. I can't stand it. Really winds me up. Uh, it's it's so last week that now, isn't it? Yep, yeah. It's like the it's ice bucket challenge week. of 2017. <laughs> not nearly as cool. No, the meat meat was fantastic. I had a great night. Um, I had a bit of a nightmare start to the day with my train being cancelled and having to book a coach, um, a National Express, like the, the UK equivalent of a greyhound. Um, and it was sad in the fact that I had to go up north. So like as soon as we got past the Midlands and like past the Watford Gap services... Um, the it's forensic, like the walking dead. Yeah, the forensic clothing come out, the gas masks, <laughs> gas masks come on. And then I was just—I didn't dare look anyone in the eyes in case they like murdered me or mugged me. Um, <laughs> but I survived the north, and uh, it was—it was a cracking night. But again, awesome turnout, awesome, yeah. awesome turnout. Now we've had over sixty of our members turn up to meets this year now, which is terrific for uh, in terms yeah. of growth for the group. Like, I'm going to be big-headed here. Like, the Chiefs have such a small following in the UK, but in terms of fan clubs, like no one does it better than us because we're the loyalist ones yeah for sure like how many other fan clubs um or especially the ones of the bigger teams like there's a couple maybe that are exempt to this but they wouldn't have the amount of people turning up to meets that we do um our members are are great and they're they're willing to take the plunge to come and come along to these meets and meet other Chiefs fans and just have a beer and Enjoyed a game for the most part. Um, do you know what I liked? Do you know what I liked about it the most? I mean, you could just sit down. You could literally. I was I was mingling all night. You know what I was like. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could just sit down at a table and just start talking. Jeez. Yeah. And well, it was. It. And and you got like really good answers back. I'm. Th- I was thinking at one point, thinking I know shit all about the Chiefs <laughs> melee. I really don't. And <laughs> and people were giving me all these like you know this is what I think's happening. This is what they think's going wrong. You know this is what's good for us. And it, it's. It's so diverse the amount of uh, input you get from people or output, should I say, from people. Um, you can tell there's passion there. It's it's just brilliant. I thought I really enjoyed myself. Obviously, apart from the result, mm. um, but yeah, it's uh, it was just great. I'm I'm really looking forward to Birmingham now. Yeah, same here. Um, I'm looking forward to having a run round because it feels like I've been ages. It's been ages since I ran round. Um, Mrs. The missus has gone back to work now, so I spend my evenings looking after my son. So you not run after, are you not running around after him yet? 
No, not yet. I'm, I'm slowly but surely putting on the pounds. So uh, <laughs> I, I originally start started thinking I was going to be like wide receiver or tight end for this game. Now yeah. I'm starting like to lean towards I'm going to play O line or um, full <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Nose tackles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hungry pig right. That's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to the Tom and he'll just go. Yeah, just fall on the floor over the yeah. line. That'll be it. Yeah. That's I our suppo- that's our main route. Yeah, I suppose we should talk about the game. Do we have to? We don't have to. We can talk about other things like Stranger Things because we haven't talked about that yet on the That's podcast. awesome. Since you mentioned that, yeah, I've just been binge-watching it. And really? I've got two episodes left. I don't want it to end. I'm kind no. of saving them. Save them. Just watch one a week. Just, just <laughs> enjoy week. them. <laughs> it's really good. We've actually had, like, there was one guy that um, wrote in, Sam Matthews, and he actually asked if we could talk about Stranger Things every single week. Let's just he, do that from now on. It. Yeah, maybe we should just be a Stranger Things podcast and we just sack off the Chiefs until they start well, winning again. Actually, <laughs> joking, just, I'm joking. <laughs> just while we're talking about that, do you think the Chiefs are in the upside down? <laughs> Looks seems like it at the moment. <laughs> um, they're not they're, in the real world, are they? No, there's all sorts of things going wrong with the Chiefs, and I just wish they'd make their bloody mind up on which one. Um, <laughs> it's funny because somebody mentioned this actually at the at the the meet, and they said. It, it's almost like they get together the Chiefs now, and they'll have the you know the the, the training sessions, the you know uh, the drills and all that kind of thing, and they'll meet together and they'll go right. It's your turn to be shit this week. So they'll talk yeah. about the defense and the <laughs> offense. Right, we were shit last week. It's yeah. your turn to be shit this week. Yeah. So yeah. sorry, poo, poo, poo it's, poo. it's poo's the main word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Who, it, who's who wants to be the scapegoat this week? <laughs> <laughs> Bob Sutton's is with his hands up on Saturday, going, "I'll take my I'll turn. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, go on. I'll take it. Go on." Um, yeah, I mean, I think you've you've kind of touched on it straight away there. The the defense was atrocious last night. Um, the the defensive backs looked too deep. The uh, we couldn't. I, I mentioned it. I'd never noticed this before, but we couldn't stop the slants. The slant routes were were killing us. I mean, was it Curse who was running it all the time? Yeah, yesterday. Um... The Chiefs' defense was that bad that it made it look like it was Peyton Manning throwing to Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. That's how bad the Chiefs' defense was yesterday. What did you say, Joe Montana to Jerry Rice? Yeah, but then, <laughs> see, I originally thought that, but then I checked the stats and I realized that Jermaine Curse and Robbie Anderson both had huge games. So I needed to find uh, a a triplet with two wide receivers, and I couldn't remember who the other 49ers wide receivers were. Because I wasn't born then, uh, so I thought I'll go for something close to close to my, my sort of time. And so I thought Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Peyton Manning. Yeah. It's probably like the best three that has been around since I started following the sport. But yeah. yesterday, like how Josh McCown, he, he was dissecting the Chiefs. Defense. He looked awesome, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> we I, do I, this all the time. I, I want that guy as my quarterback. Um, <laughs> but same with Taylor last week. We made yeah, him look good. The Chiefs just got an uncanny knack of making bad quarterbacks look good this season, which is really unlike them because in the past, especially under Andy Reid and Bob Sutton, the Chiefs always beat bad quarterbacks. Yeah, it's always they've struggled against the elite ones, as it were. But when it comes to bad quarterbacks, they've often done often done the business. But this last three games, because Eli Manning's not playing well, he's just been benched. Tyra Taylor got benched the week before. Yeah. And Josh McCown is Josh McCown. And <laughs> if you looked at those three games, you'd have thought we'd we'd have played Dan Marino, Bart Starr, <laughs> and Peyton Manning. That's how bad this Chiefs defence have been. Yeah. Um, 
but it was so good the last couple of weeks. Why? What's what's suddenly changed? Why have we suddenly gone into this? We cannot. We can't defend. I was going to swear again, but we can't defend for poo at the minute. See what I think was an issue yesterday. And I thought it was really unfair on the guy was, and it was starting to rail Rivas over Terence Mitchell because Ter- Terence Mitchell come back in against the Bills and did not have a bad game. Yeah, exactly. he was o- he was okay. He was more than steady, and then he loses the start to, to Darrell Rivas who looks rusty as anything yeah. and just didn't look ready to play like, looked slow he, didn't he looked slow um, three or four of his tackles were broken he got thrown out four times allowed three catches he he didn't play well but he wasn't the only person that played well there was a certain DB um, called Stephen Nelson that probably had his worst game since he's been in Kansas City mm, yeah um, whether it was holding whether it was losing coverage he just did not play well and was probably the worst of the entire Chiefs defence yesterday but I don't want to beat up on him too much because for the most part Steven Nelson has been very good but yesterday he just happened to be the worst of a very bad bunch yeah uh, yeah it was like a unit thing wasn't it really um, yeah, but- it, it just like like I said they were just sat too deep mm-hmm. and it was it's almost like they're giving up six seven yards before they've even made a tackle that's that's right the the defense are giving up a six seven yard yard curl every single time yeah they're playing so far off which is very unlike what bob sutton's tried to do since he's been in kansas city traditionally since um he's been kansas city he's had his corners play very physical and play up close and press Mm. high and then allow for the pass rush to get home but because the pass rush isn't working they feel like they're having to play soft because if you beat a press coverage then you're going to get beyond them and that's where the deep shot comes in because we're not generating a press cut press coverage the um a pass rush the mm. guys are having to stand off um yeah. nothing at the moment is working on this chief's defense chris jones is basically non-existent yeah. um compared to how good he was in his rookie season like he's had one good game i think it was against the eagles this year he got three and a half sacks mm-hmm. and interceptions but after that he's been a non-factor yeah. justin houston is asked to do too much on this defense he's, they're trying to make him like the one-man defense aren't they yeah, and teams can scheme him out of a game now. Like he was a pretty much a non-factor yesterday, but that wasn't his fault. It was because no one else was doing anything. Yeah, Frank Zombo is he's serviceable to bring in for a few snaps every now and then as relief. But as long as D Ford and Tumba Harley aren't there, then the teams are continuously going to run to Frank Zombo's side. Yeah, and Josh McCown is people like Josh McCown can consistently get time to throw the ball. It was just it was bad all over. Like mm. Reggie Ragnum was reasonably good again um, but aside from him who can you who can you honestly point out and say, say they had a good game on that side of the ball in defence yeah Oof. Uh, I really couldn't honestly nobody jumps out nobody jumps out at me but that's just it all the zero turnovers zero pressure on Josh McCown there, there was drives that there was an 18 play drive I think for the Jets resulting in a touchdown there was a 10 minute drive resulting in a touchdown oh, Raglan played alright I suppose yeah he played okay there was a 42 42 minutes of pos- possession or 40 minutes of possession for the Jets to the yeah. Chiefs 20 you're not going to win games playing football like that no um, well a lot of that was down to the, the uh, so many flags like in our mm. red zone as well and it was mm. 
I mean, there was one of those drives. Was it? Was did it last them nearly twenty minutes or something like that? It was. It was a ten minute drive straight after the, oh. the, the half that the Jets had. But that to be fair to the Jets, that was just a good drive. There was a couple of penalties, but they were they were pretty good. The defense just couldn't get off the field. Mm. The Jets were thirteen for twenty off third downs yesterday, which <laughs> is inexcusable. You've you've need you if you're in a defense and you're the coach you need to find a way to get your defence off the field and get your offence back on the field in those situations well, especially with the way it was firing yesterday as well I mean um, I know we haven't really touched on uh, the offence much lately but um, yeah my favourite guy at the minute uh, Alex Smith did alright didn't he <laughs> um, was that not Pat Mahomes playing quarterback yesterday it looked like Pat Mahomes it did look like him, but um, yeah, uh, especially when we had the Alex Smith lookalike there as well with us. At the, at the, at we, the did. we did, we did, we um, did. If you're not seeing him, Chris, is it? Yeah. Uh, he, as soon as he walked in, I was like, oh my God, who's playing at quarterback tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, we've, we've been giving Smith uh, a bit of a bashing. Me more so than you have, Tom. You've, you've kind of waited it out and stayed it out a little bit, haven't you? But yeah. um, but Smith, whether it was Smith or whether it was the new play caller that we had, um, Mr. Nagy, um, who knows? I mean, if if he's if he's play calling again next week, and Smith plays well again, you probably need to start looking at is it is it actually Reed? Is it actually Reed's play that, calling? Isn't it? That's that's it with this Chiefs team. Like you think you. have Nailed on the problem. <laughs> yeah. um, you, you you just think you've got it. You think right, that's it. The Chiefs thought that they're going to be an awesome team. Yeah. But then Alex Smith comes out and throws for nearly four hundred yards, seventy yards rushing, and four touchdowns. <laughs> right. With a new play. And then caller. we thought the D. We thought the D was playing really well for the last two weeks, and then they just oh they sucked, didn't they? They just yeah. really sucked. So, but Alex Smith, you can't. Okay, he failed again in a a game winning draw. Oh, a potential overtime drive and game-winning drive mm-hmm. is now 0 for 5 this season or 1 for 5 on the, that situation now um, this season which isn't great but you'd be nitpicking if you wanted to turn around and say that Alex Smith was the reason that we lost this game because it's simply not true oh, it was definitely yeah. the D this time definitely yeah 100% um, Alex Smith was great he had a couple of beautiful passes to Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill yeah. wonderful passes he there was one that he threw short onto Hill but I mean like you said nitpicking again I mean he even yeah. said that in his interview afterwards he says I really would have wanted that one back because he realised he underthrew him but when you throw touchdown passes like that why doesn't he do that all the time well this is the thing do you now point to play calling it's, <sighs> there was something different about that Chiefs offence as soon as they stepped onto that field yesterday they yeah. looked better prepared than they have done in recent weeks um, they looked more willing to go to their superstars than they looked they have more adventurous didn't they yeah it was it was like Alex Smith 2.0 was back but he was arguably better than he was in some of the games early in the season yesterday he yeah. was that good um, what can you say it's just if Alex is going to play like that next week then we're going to have a chance against the Raiders but the Chiefs need to figure out a, figure out a way of getting both Alex Smith, the offense, yeah. and the defense playing well together, and stop these stupid penalties. Like Benny Logan, what he done yesterday <laughs> was inexcusable. I've used that word twice already on this podcast. Inexcusable to line up over the center or 
run into the centre or snapper on on a field goal is is just going to kill you. It's yeah, and it did because it ultimately proved the difference because Alex Smith did enough and put us into field goal range on that final drive. And yeah. had we kicked a field goal there, we would have won. Mm. But because we had that stupid penalty, the Jets managed to kill some more time. The Chiefs had to burn their timeouts. Yeah, and then they ultimately went up seven points, which meant we had to score a touchdown. And once again, we were found wanting. Mm. Well, uh, Timothy Rowley's actually asked that as well. Our D sucks at the minute, um, <laughs> and and have since uh, ever ever since going five and zero. Is it time to let go of Bob Sutton? Is it is it is it the play callers? Is is the whole thing now? Well, are we all just locked onto the play callers because we've changed Andy Reid? Is it time to change Bob Sutton? I think it's a lot of things need to change on that defense. Yeah. Um, it's not just, <laughs> this is the, what you were saying before isn't it it's not just you think you've got it right you think you've got you think that's definitely the problem and then something else occurs doesn't it like later on in the next game or something um, yeah I think yeah I think you're right really it, 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 it'll it be something else next week yeah like, there's no arguments from coming from my way when you say we need to cut some some of the older players like I would be very very surprised if Darrell Revis Tamba Harley and DJ are on this team yeah. next year. I'll be very, very surprised. Um, they would have to take one hell of a pay cut mm-hmm. to to warrant being on this team, which I just can't see happening. And like, what what deal would you offer Derek Johnson now? Because he's not playing great. Like, you would you want to give him two or three million? Probably not, because that's two or three million you can spend elsewhere in the league. Exactly um, on a younger guy. Um, well, I mean, Mitch Morse went out as well, didn't he? The, uh, from the offense, he went out. Um, we're getting quite a few players now that have come back from injury and they're getting these injuries again and the defence looks the same as well. I mean, Tamba Harley played, what, one game so far? Tamba Harley's contract is the only reason he's on this team, though. Um, yeah. I think I think Mitch Morse has probably been rushed, might have been rushed back a little bit because of the situation with the interior lineman because yeah. maybe they recognised that that was a problem for Alex, um, not having anyone stable in there in, yeah. in the middle of the line. Going back to the defence, one question you've got to ask, and the Chiefs are going to have to answer it very, very soon, is what they do with D Ford. Because the guy has a back injury, and NFL players don't tend to recover very well from back injuries. They're Mm -hmm. a killer. No sportsman tends to recover very well from a back injury. And it's clearly been an issue this season, and you're now getting to the point where you can cut him for free, and there'd be no backlash whatsoever. What do you do? Do you cut him and then try and address the pass rush it through the draft or through free agency? Like I, the Chiefs have got a lot of questions to answer on the yeah. def- defensive side of the ball from the older players straight through to the defensive coordinator in the off season. See, the worrying thing is that you, you've you've kind of unearthed something there that is there's probably been on the minds of Chiefs fans for quite some time. Next year feels like it's going to be a rebuild, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's. I think it's safe to say it's everyone's accepted that because you're gonna next year you're gonna have a rookie quarterback and you don't really know what you're gonna get out of a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he could be fantastic. He could light up like Deshaun Watson was for a little while, or he could just be bang average and just learning his role. Um, so you don't really know what you're gonna get from the offense, offensive side of the ball. Yeah, defensively we are gonna look so different, so so different. I think the Chiefs will probably try to address the cornerback situation in the in the draft. They need to find a new pass rusher. They probably need to find a lineman. And of course, we're going to have the heart and soul of our defense back in Eric Berry, who has been 
one hell of a miss this season. Like the standard of tackling by the Chiefs yesterday again was god awful, and I think Eric Berry would make the difference. Whilst we're on defensive backs, we need to talk about Marcus Peters. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. If you've not seen it, uh, it was it was a moment of madness from Peters, wasn't it? Uh, Mad- <laughs> madness. Um, there was a flag on the player, and um, I mean, to be fair, that it we we'd had a lot of flags before that build up, didn't we? So you could tell there was frustrations from the Chiefs fans as well with all these flags happening. But it was it was because of the de- of the defense, wasn't it? It wasn't that it was just confetti time from the uh, from the officials. It was because the defense was just being so frustrating, and Peters picked up the flag and threw it in the crowd. But the guy who caught it in the crowd looked very happy. Well, yeah, and he's got he's got a souvenir. He's on national TV. Of course, he's, he's got an officials happy. flag, and he's yeah. doing, the amount of selfies that were being taken yeah. then. I, I I can't ever recall seeing that. So that guy is the recipient of the only ever flag, the only flag ever thrown from an NFL field into the crowd. It's like it's rarer than getting like a shirt or some gloves or something. Like, yeah. So that, that guy's gonna love it. But what me Marcus Peters did again? I'm gonna use that word again. Inexcusable. Just selfish. Plain yeah. selfish. Immature and selfish. And he's already losing a lot of fans in Kansas City for the the whole kneeling thing. But now I don't agree with those fans. He Marcus Peters can do what he wants on that side of the thing. Yeah. But when he does something like he did yesterday, which is detrimental to the team mm. and the locker room and his own I don't the way he's perceived by everyone and the league, you just can't do that. You've just got to take the penalty. You can have a moan, by yeah. all means, but you're not a child, Marcus Peters. You're you're a grown man. But isn't take that the, the beauty penalty. of him, though? Isn't that? I mean, you've got to look at like the likes of Richard Sherman. He's a bit of an oddity as well, isn't he? Is it, if you've got a corner like Marcus Peters, you can't be calling for the Chiefs to be throwing him out the door. No, because he's not, such a good player. No, I'm not. I'm not calling for that. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that, like. like a lot of Chiefs fans on Twitter and things like that are going get it, get rid of him, and I'm like, whoa, calm down a bit. If it wasn't for Peters, we probably wouldn't have had, you know, half the wins that we had. No, and I'm I'm not sitting here calling for Marcus Peters to lose his job. I'm I'm not. He's a fantastic player. Okay, I don't think he's having the greatest of season. Not his but best. overall, but overall, his body of work since he's come into the league has been terrific, and he has been a a very very good corner on that left side of that of our defense. But what he does yesterday does hurt the team. Mm-hmm. It it just it okay, probably didn't have a direct result on a direct direct effect on the result itself at that time because the Jets were always going to score on that final play. Yeah. But had the say for example he had been ejected, which he probably should have been, mm-hmm. and Alex Smith does take the, t- the team down the field and sc- tie up the game, and the game goes into overtime, and the Jets get the ball. Without Marcus Peters on the field, there's no way in hell that the Jets are going to not score a touchdown. Yeah. And that could have cost us the game. Now he's looking into, looking at a proposition of him potentially being suspended for next week as well. Against the Raiders. Against, against the Raiders. <laughs> and they have Amari Cooper, who completely lit us up last time. And they have Michael Crabtree, who Marcus Peters tends to have troubles with as mm-hmm. well. So you can't, you can't put yourself in a position where you're going to hurt the team. And that's what Marcus Peters is doing at the moment. He just needs to calm the hell down and grow up just grow yeah. up 
and start thinking, have a team first attitude as opposed to this selfish attitude that he's he's had of late. Well, with you mentioning that, we've got another question from Alex Bonner. Uh, do you think something drastic has gone on behind the scenes that the public are not aware of, and what could it be that has caused this massive turnaround? Um, who knows? I mean, it could be something like that. I mean, is that kind of play from or that kind of attitude from Marcus Peters, Peters causing that kind of? I don't know, not not an animosity, but is it is it something that some of the players don't agree with and it's affecting them or is the the attitude from Peters causing the, the fans to get on the players' backs a bit more? Because there has been a few issues, isn't there, recently where Peters has had a bit of a bit of back and forth with, uh, with some fans in the stands. Yeah, and I don't agree with the fans that do that because the only reason they are doing that is because of the whole kneeling thing and as I said yeah. five minutes ago I Marcus Peters can do what he wants on, on that side of things any NFL player can um, yeah. as for the, the Chiefs himself we touched on it a few weeks ago regarding the Chargers and the Browns um, regarding a culture thing mm. and <laughs> yeah I remember you saying that Yeah, and now oh, we're sit, we're sitting here and the Chiefs have all and they've got a losing culture in in that locker room and that will only breed negativity and negativity then turns into frustration mm-hmm. and frustration turns into things that happened yesterday like some players can control their frustration a little bit better than others like you could argue that Marcus Peters and Travis Kelsey probably aren't the best at it but people like Justin Houston seem to remain calm Alex Smith remains relatively calm through what's going on um, I, I just think this Chiefs team just need a win just one win one win and they're rolling do you reckon? Yeah, if they come out and beat the Raiders on on Sunday, then they're going to be okay. I genuinely, I genuinely believe that. But at the moment, they just—I think they probably feel like nothing's going their way. Um, any bit of luck is going more so going for the other team. They're hurting themselves a little bit as well. I just think they need that win and just get some more positivity in, in that locker room. And then from there, I think I think they'll be cooking with gas and they'll be rolling. Yeah, really do. The other question from Ian Cave. A discussion on depression and anxiety. How to handle a loss. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Ian. In fact, I actually said at the meet, didn't I? I says, look, counselling sessions will take place in 10 minutes. Yeah. Pull, you, pull up a chair, you know, lie down. You know, I'll, uh, I'll take all the, uh, just, just all the questions. Maybe just for the... Oh, oh, breaking news. Okay. Giants fire Ben McAdoo. Okay. Well, that was always going to happen. <laughs> you don't sound surprised. There's yeah. me going breaking news, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was always going to happen. Oh, I genuinely thought that was going to be cheese related. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit disappointed now. No, I know, I know. It just fl- it just flashed up there. I was, lo- I was flicking through my phone. And well, it, I wonder uh, what breaking news you'd like to see regarding the cheese bread. Um... Do you know what? <laughs> I, 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 do you know? What? I I don't know how I'd react. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. There's, there was another question actually, and I'm trying to find it on here. Uh, where is it? Um, Stuart Fletcher said uh, Smith threw uh, long four times last night, to to which we scored four touchdowns from, and we still lost. So Mahomes wouldn't have made a difference. Discuss. Now we've, I think we've already said that because we said we thought Mahomes was on the field, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't have. Um, and if you do see Mahomes, you've and that's the type of ball that he's going to want to play. You are going to see the Chiefs have a lot less time of possession because they are going to have these quick fire drives, yeah. which is good because it means you can put points up quickly. But at the same time, 
does it give your defense the rest? Like if you can if you can pair an offense like that up with a an average defense, then you are yeah. rolling. You literally are rolling. But I think the when Mahomes does come in, I think Chiefs fans are going to have to get used to seeing their defense on the field a little bit more than their offense. Yeah, it's funny you should say that actually, because um, somebody had actually posted on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it to me actually, but. Somebody actually blamed Smith for the game last night because he scored too early at the beginning. <laughs> and just you saying it there, he was he was scoring quite often. It was getting the uh, getting the defense back on the field a bit more. Um, <laughs> just it just felt like a bit of an empty uh, <laughs> an empty discussion point. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you got some questions from Twitter there? Have you got some? I've got a couple. Go on um, then. Are they, are they Chiefs related or are they, um, got, they're like the, the duck and the horses thing again? <laughs> we can get to a question like that if you really want to. <laughs> um, we've got one question regarding the AFC West and uh, where is it? Uh, this one's actually from Facebook. It's from John. Um, how do you think Oakland and the Chargers are playing with their remaining schedule? What's your prediction now for the AFC West? You know what I said about the Chargers at the beginning of the season? Yeah, I, I, I hate being right, Tom. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I said they were going to be the dark horses, and they're turning out to be the dark horses. They've got the better schedule running into the end of the uh, the last four games, is it? Yeah. Well, let's have a look at the schedules. Well, yeah. The Chiefs now play the Raiders, the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. Easy. Uh, the Chargers play the Redskins, the Chiefs, the Jets, and the Raiders. Oh, that's really hard. That one. Uh, and then the Raiders probably have the toughest schedule of the lot well probably not the way we've been playing but um, the Raiders have got the Chiefs the Cowboys the Eagles and the Chargers um, so some, Ooh, some so this is a decider yeah the Raiders have to go on the road in the division twice so that could that could potentially uh, be their sticking point if yeah. I was going to predict it right now based on how all the teams are playing yeah I'm putting LA in the playoffs Um they're they're playing winning football. They've mm. they've got their formula, and it's working. Okay, they weren't overly convincing against the Browns, but they weren't against win, us. A win is a win. Yeah, and we've got them in two weeks' time on a Saturday night game, and I'm dreading it. Do you know I, what? Right, I, just to answer this question, I I just I don't know again whether it's just the fan in me or not, but. Mm. I can you see the Chiefs suddenly kicking into gear, and going deep into the playoffs. Compared to what we were at the beginning of the season, think about that. We beat the Eagles, we beat the Texans, we beat the uh, the Redskins, the Patriots. Can you uh, see it just suddenly going click and we're away? I think a lot needs to go right for that to happen. Yeah, um, We need a sudden change in attitude and in the locker room. We need a little bit of luck as well. We need to win against the Raiders for a start because we lose on Sunday. We're not making the playoffs. It's that, don't get me wrong this Sunday is now a must win game um, potentially we are we are traditionally a streaky team under Andy Reid hmm. um, we go on these barren runs and we go on these very long winning runs as well so maybe, maybe what, it might hit at the right time maybe what if if we were to win the Super Bowl now we'd need to win nine straight can I really see the Chiefs doing that is that crazy talk do you think no um, we've done it before we've done 10, 10 games in a row we did We did 11 in 2015 if you include the playoff win oh yeah good point yeah. so um, we've done 11 there can we do nine with this current team no uh, <laughs> I'm sorry uh, we can't do nine wins in a row I think if the Chiefs make the playoff they are probably destined for a divisional card 
divisional round loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Really? If they make the playoffs. But at this moment in time, I can't see it. I can't I can't see it happening. Can't see it happening at all. No. No. I sorry I didn't mean on um, at home on the road, I meant sorry. Yeah. On the road, yeah. You never know, mate. It's a funny old game this game, isn't it? It's a funny yeah. old game. But I don't even know why we're speculating for that because at the moment we're a million miles off the place. I think, I think it's just blind hope, mate. I think that's what it is. Yeah. We uh, we we all want we all want our team to be doing to playing for something in December. Like, there's nothing worse than having the American football team be out of it come September, October because yeah. it doesn't really mean anything. Like you get to that point in November and December where you're like, Do you actually want your team to win? Because you start thinking about draft picks and so it's nice that we've still got something to play for, but at the same time, I was really hoping that we were going to have this division wrapped up by the time we played the Dolphins on Christmas Eve. And But it hasn't played out that way. It is what it is. Um, we have to get on with it. it we, we, we're going to have to drink a few more beers whilst we're, whilst we're enjoying it, I suppose. Yeah. But never mind. I'm trying to be upbeat. I'm trying to be upbeat. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the fact that I'm going to have a Domino's in a minute. That's that's something to be upbeat. Oh, about. actually, that's a good question because we've just had one from Corey Jones. I'm glad you've mentioned pizza. <laughs> have you seen it? it come up on Facebook there. I haven't, no. 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 Is, what are the worst toppings on pizza that people you know like? Um, now, my, my son ate a chocolate pizza the other day. That's disgusting and he should go to hell. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, his, his auntie made it. She buys them in specially for him. Okay. And... He's like, Dad, Dad, you got to try this. I'm like, what is it? He's like, Ch- chocolate pizza. I was like, oh, it would just be like a pie, wouldn't it? It was disgusting. Yeah. I hope you're going to ban that in your household from now on. It, it's, no, it's not coming over the threshold here. Definitely not. But <laughs> when he goes when he goes down and visits his auntie, she always gets some... I mean, the freezer's stockpile of them, you know. Um, so what are you going to have then? Um, I I don't get anchovies. I just don't get it. Get get that fish off my pizza. Like, it just doesn't fish go. on pizza. It just doesn't. Yeah. Nah, nah, it's not right. Nah, I'm not about it. What's your, what's your go to? Like, what? I I'm I'm a meaty guy. Yeah, I've just meat feast, meat and barbecue, and I'm I'm happy. Like, I'm yeah. I'm all over that. I think my tummy just rumbled there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nearly tea time here. <laughs> Can we end the show now? I just want to order. Um, Actually, talking about food, mm-hmm. the place we went to before the game yesterday, Reds was it? Yeah. What a really good barbecue joint that is. Yeah. The first, because uh, we had Bodine's before the London game. Yeah. And I would say Red's was better. Yeah, Red's it was lovely. Was, uh, that's my favourite barbecue place in England that I've found so far. Uh, don't get me wrong, Red's. it's nothing on Q39. Um, it's, it's nothing on that. Um, but you do realise now that I've said that, we're going to get so many people tweeting us in now saying Q39 isn't the best. It's Joe's, it's Jack's, it's <laughs> yeah, Arthur Bryant's. Exactly, yeah. It's Gates. No, it's Q39. No, uh, hands down, it's, it's Q39. Yes, it's without a doubt. Um, oh, more breaking news. Okay, what's that? Giants have fired the GM now. Jerry Reese, is it? Oh, okay. okay. He's so. gone. So uh, they're on a bit of a clear out of the Giants after yeah. beating the Mighty Chiefs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Uh, they, lo- they lost again yesterday, didn't they? Oh, they lost to the Raiders yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, they did. See, even the Raiders can beat them. So, uh, anyway. I'm, so I'm got, getting depressed again now. I've got two more questions from Twitter. Go on, then. Uh, the first one is directly to me. It's from Carl Stannard. It's, I know Tom is in the Wenger out camp, but who does he want in and does he think Ozil and Sanchez will stay? Well, I'm going to answer that very quickly. Ozil and Sanchez are definitely leaving, 100%. And I want Simeone in. Simeone? Simeone. Yeah. Someone like similar playing style to George Graham. Boring, 1-0 to the Arsenal. Clean sheets. All over it. I'll do that. I'm a results man at the end. I'm not a style man. I'm a results guy. You're not a style um, man, eh? 
Yeah. Uh, you, you have to be a results guy with the Chiefs, don't you? Because yeah. you'll grab any win at the minute, wouldn't you? Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah. I suppose the uh, the result thing is probably the key uh, key result thing that you need there, mate. Mm-hmm. And then finally, points um, prizes. Our friend Paul from our trip to Kansas City. Um, if the Chiefs don't, who do you want to win it all? He says the Vikings because they're due a win and they're at home. All right. Vikings. Um, mm. I don't. I up until a few months ago, I actually didn't mind the Vikings. But once I learned the history behind them leaving the yeah. AFL to join the NFL, I've I've become I found myself like resenting them a little bit. They so, left Lamar Hunt in the in the lurch, they did. didn't they? They, and they did. So they jumped to the NFL. They did. So I I don't Gets. want the Vikings to win it. So obviously I would I would pick an NFC team. Um, of the teams that are in contention, I would like to see Atlanta maybe get redemption for last year. Yeah. Um, because that was a tough loss on their part. That was horrible. I, I, I kind of like all the NFC South teams. If yeah. I'm being honest. I, yeah, I like Cam Newton. I like Drew Brees. And I like. I don't mind the Falcons. I want the yet. Saints. I, I'm, a, I'm a Brees fanboy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah, so I'll probably go with any of the NFC, NFC South teams. I'll yeah. be happy if one of them won it. Obviously, I want the Chiefs to win it first, but that's not going to happen. So yeah, uh, the NFC South teams. Yeah, go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going Saints. You're, Saints. You're going any of I, the NFC South. Yeah, Panthers, <laughs> Falcons, or Saints. I'm I'm happy either way. All right. Okay. Well, uh, it's, a, it's a good one to end that on, I suppose. Um, we're going to be playing against the Raiders next week. Mm-hmm. What's the score prediction, mate? You can't possibly predict the Chiefs to win at this moment in time um, the way they're playing Okay, traditionally Andy Reid does okay against Jack Del Rio, the Chiefs tend to do okay against the Raiders full strength Since, Raiders as well this time yeah, they've got Michael Crabtree back Marshall Lynch looks like he's turned on a little bit, a bit of late I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if the Raiders just come into Arrowhead and just completely blow us out, yeah, I really really wouldn't be surprised. Do you know what I don't want to hear though I don't want to hear booze I don't. I don't. And I, I know people have the right to do it because they pay. They pay good money to go and watch the game. But hearing an hour ahead that's that's full of booze, it doesn't feel right. No, it does feel like we were gone past that stage like five or six years ago. Yeah. But the team are playing badly, and whether booze help or not, I'm not too sure because the team know that the team knows something's wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. As you said, people pay very good money to go and watch their team. A lot of money, yeah. And if that's the way they want to, the event because remember, a lot of these guys don't have social media as well. A lot of them don't have Twitter, don't have Facebook. They just not. A lot of people still can't be bothered with that sort of thing. So sometimes booing in a stadium is the only way they're going to vent their frustration, as it were. So if they want to boo, it's it's up to them. I personally aren't a booer, um, but. I can't really grumble at anyone that that does. Yeah. Well, I I'm I'm predicting, I, I'm predicting the Chiefs are going to click into gear. Yeah. I'm I'm going on this this magical mystery ride. I'm flying on my unicorn, and the Chiefs are uh, you know they 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 click into gear against the Raiders. Uh, we score some like thirty five to seventeen or something like that. Um, and then it's like it's game on again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do it. <laughs> I have no idea how we're going to do it. But if the offense plays like it did yesterday and somehow the defense sorts out whatever issue it is, 
I can see. I'm hoping there's a clicking. There's just this, yeah, this magical mystery ride that we suddenly whisked off on. Well, I'm hoping my prediction. I hope you're right because if you are right, then we are setting up for one hell of a game at Arrowhead a week Saturday against the Chargers. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's, choose. Do, let's go the uh, unicorn mystery ride. So yeah. hash, hashtag that. Um, <laughs> right okay mate I think that's uh, we've covered everything in that um, thanks to everyone for sending in your questions as well we had loads of questions this week um, more than we've ever had I think hasn't it mm-hmm. it's quite, yeah. a, quite a few and some of them we've had to miss out there because uh, it would have just taken us too long we've already run over on this one mm. um, so uh, so yeah that's it for this week's Our Heads Broad podcast the Chiefs move on to week 14 and that means it's Raider week uh, get involved with the discussions on our Twitter page at KCChiefs underscore UK. And don't forget to subscribe on the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud to receive the new show as soon as it is available. Uh, and also, if you can, please leave us a review on there. We like reading them as well, uh, even the bad ones. <laughs> um, so thanks again for Tom for joining me. We hope you've enjoyed the show. And from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>